Como vai? Welcome to the episode 42 of the Super P Podcast. It is I, Polo Parata, and my Yeezy Gap mask. <laughs> Spandex out. Anyway, um, I have two guests today, as you know. I have a returning guest and an OG legendary guest. That's right. We can start off with the OG, Clayton Patterson. You know, how you doing, brother? I'm fine. How are you? How are you doing? <clears throat> and we have Daniel Cortez. Chavito. Chavito. <laughs> we here. What's up? What's He's up? How's it going, fellas? After, uh, I think you came last year, right? Last year. Around yeah. this time. Around this time. So how you guys are doing? Doing great. Welcome to the show. Marvelous. Glad to, glad to have you. So um, we'll start with Danny. So Danny, how have you been? I mean, I, I know how, how you've been. Oh, man. But... Tell the people how you've been. I've been great. I've been blessed. Just been working hard, and you see me out there. Mm-hmm. We working. So much beautiful things been going on, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, man. Just like, again, it's blessed. Mm-hmm. So, Mister Clayton. Yeah, I gotta say, I met Danny really the first time. We did a pop up with uh, Freaky Fridge, yep. Lower East Side. Mm-hmm. And um, this was when the cannon was just being loaded and getting ready to fire. Mm-hmm. And that was uh, Danny. He just came off from doing South of Bees, and so he's riding high. Mm-hmm. But then he just uh, caught that wave, and ever since then, he's been gone. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's been interesting seeing the transition. I'd mentioned to him I'd lived in the same building as Keith Herring this right. years ago. Right. But uh, I saw somebody take off. And I see Danny in the same way, and mm-hmm. he's really um, hopping up in that wave and riding it and working hard. And, you know, as he and his wife, and uh, he's doing great. Makes me feel good. And I get the feeling like there's a lot of good things coming together right now in New York City. Mm-hmm. I think we're heading back into one of those golden ages, and we're ready for it. Mm-hmm. That's right. So That's here right. we go. And I couldn't, uh, you know, like I say, we got Freaky Fridge and mm-hmm. Ed Rivera and, and Danny and his wife. And, uh you know, we got a crew that's uh, that's ready to go. Mm-hmm. Is going. Yeah, because I know, uh, you know, um, they they do have some events coming up too, right, um, Danny? Uh, always. Fridge? They're always doing something. There's always no, something. Not Fridge. Uh, Ed, he got stuff with the uh, with the spot. Yeah, that's uh, JPO. Around, around fashion, around. Uh, fashion Week. Oh, Fashion Week, yeah, September 8, 9, mm-hmm. 10, and 11. Because you was, uh, you, you was uh, modeling. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm on, my on, first on, uh, appearance. On, on IG. Yeah. I saw you modeling. <laughs> I was in L.A. Thought he was cute. High post. Look at this Yeah, guy. Eddie uh, turned his whole place, 209 East 3rd Street, into like a jungle. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. He had oh, these, yeah, I remember uh, that. Converse. Yeah, I remember that. And they did an incredible job of turning that whole thing into a total environment. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you helped a lot with that, Danny. Yeah, I did m- most of the painting. Yeah. But uh, we got Andy, you uh, know. Ed's brothers, Pito, mm-hmm. Pito, Kel's daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, shout out to High Post. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was crazy. Um, it was I, a barriers event. Yeah, Bar- uh, but barriers, I, I remember uh, I, I was there. Remember, um, I took you to a show. You went to the show and we yeah. and we stayed for like an hour. He was like, I gotta go back to work. <laughs> then yeah. we left. So we could go party. You know, I think we party for like what forty five minutes. Uh, we got a drink. Yeah. He met a drinks. he met a fan. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he, he met yeah, a fan. Somebody that. came up to him and was like, Danny, is that, is that Danny Cortez? Yeah. Is that you? It's awesome when I went with my fans see me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's happened a lot. Me and then you... at a Stove God event. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember? Yeah. So they could be anywhere from Soho to Bushwick or oh, at a Stove God event. <laughs> I got fans. You met the Stove God. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Shout out to you. Yeah, see. Oh, you made that happen. I try, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, 
So, so Clayton, so talk about your hats, man. Yeah, starting to bring out the hats again, working with a person by the name of uh, Anthony Padoni. He's mm -hmm. in L.A. He's been uh, digitizing my uh, videos and photographs. I got a lot of them. And so we're trying to get that ready and um, getting the hats out there. And Classic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, started uh, kicking the hats into gear. And, um, you know, we're hoping to uh, keep it rolling. Yeah, so how long have you been doing the hats? Well, actually, the hats is an interesting thing because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we were the first people to... Uh, we started this in 1986 mm -hmm. with my wife, uh, Elsa Renza. Yeah. And uh, we were the first people to take uh, embroidery going around the cap, mm -hmm. first people to put the different you know, designs on the front peak. Mm -hmm. And we did the uh, first person to put uh, a label on the outside to brand it. Right. And with these ones, for example, she did the hand... Uh, favorite. Yeah, the hand signature. Mm -hmm. And then we did custom caps... And uh, on a custom cap, somebody would come in, let's say, Matt Dillon made a movie. Right. So we'd pick the, the themes of the movie and, um, you know, maybe put something on the front. We've done a lot of hats for a lot of, uh, you know, kind of celebrity types and other people. Mm -hmm. And we could customize a hat to them. Mm -hmm. So you had basically six different uh, possibilities for a design. And then some of them we put underneath. Mm -hmm. And so let's say somebody was a movie director. So we could put... Uh, you know, a, a movie on a camera here. Mm -hmm. We could put a theme for the music. Like we did a Batman. That's we did a, a person from a Batman movie. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we put the Joker and a lot of the different characters going around. And Elsa was very good at drawing and designing. Mm -hmm. And she got really good at making the cap. So we were really the one that changed the uh, the history of the baseball cap. Mm -hmm. But, mm -hmm. you know, uh, the, the art world and the fashion world has all of these sort of hierarchies. Mm -hmm. So we're still trying to get into the this into the Met or someplace like that because mm -hmm. now after we started we had people going to like um, you know like the Metropolitan Opera on the first floor wearing one of our caps mm -hmm. and at that time this is you know mid 80s you know the only people that wore baseball caps were rednecks and uh, sports people mm -hmm. so we introduced it to a whole other high level of people and it started being showing up everywhere and so we want to eventually get our props. So if mm -hmm. anybody knows anybody out there in the world of Vogue or wherever, we change that world, baby. Mm -hmm. And it's really right. years later <laughs> where I'm starting to see now where people have that look of the cap. It's taken about over 25 years mm -hmm. or more to get some mathematician out there that can figure out the... Uh, Subtract 2002 from uh, 1986, and then you get how many years we've been doing it. But GQ in the 80s called us one of the two best baseball caps made in America and like mm -hmm. that. So I'm just thrilled. You know, I've gone through a lot of different sort of, uh, you know, I've been on the road for a long time, mm -hmm. gone through many highs and lows and things. And it's just, I just feel this is a very exciting time, you know, yeah. being here with you, being mm -hmm. with Danny yeah. and Fridge and all these people. Mm. I think that uh, we're looking at one of those times again. And so that's kind of really feeling good it's a good time to bring back the caps i got a lot of videos that i want to get out photographs you know i want to start this dope bag book i've collected dope bags with the labels on it you know the yeah, signatures the stamps and um you know i did a front door book and it's mostly yeah. if you look at it like i've taken about ten thousand pictures in front of the door mm -hmm. and in a way it's really amazing because um i probably have like the largest collection of sort of hispanics in an inner city neighborhood mm -hmm. as a collection of people mm -hmm. because I photographed thousands. And it's like I was just showing somebody today in the front door book, I have this guy in there, his name is Blue. Mm -hmm. Turns out Blue is the son of Blue Boy. Mm -hmm. So um, Blue Boy's now out of jail. Mm -hmm. He did uh, 39 years. But 
there's a picture in the book, and I have him standing there with his grandson. His grandson's the same age as his father was in the book. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that's like multi-generation. Right, right. That's great. So now we have in front of the door, we got Blue Boy, we got um, his son, and then the picture in the book of Blue. And I've also photographed uh, Blue in front of the uh, the door. Mm-hmm. So it's really a multi-generational thing from the Lower East Side. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got them from kids across the street when they're going to PS20, some grade one, like mm-hmm. Bert. Mm-hmm. And some of them now have grandkids. That's crazy. And so it's really <laughs> an crazy. amazing collection of mostly inner city, uh, for a long time, it was mostly Puerto Rican. Then it started switching into Dominican, mm-hmm. and so that's basically the crux of that uh, of that history. And that's a real solid history of an inner city. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to have somebody sort of discover that and understand it, because it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's different. You know, you watch some kids grew up and they became uh, you know computer people. Mm-hmm. Others became uh, you know DJs, mm-hmm. music like the. One girl uh, married to uh, a guy and sick of it all. Mm-hmm. So, and then it's like John Gotti's neighborhood because mm-hmm. you got these guys when they're like, you know, let's say twelve years old. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I had like one guy came there, photographed him. He went to jail for twenty five years, came back, photographed him again. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, like some of them grew up and became gangsters. Mm-hmm. But there was an amazing thing because I used to put thirty two pictures in the window, and with the thirty two pictures in the window. Like I did this book called The Front Door Books, and there's one picture where you see these guys looking in the window. This is like four in the morning. And so I was just coming home at this time. So I sort of snuck up behind them, and boom, the flash went up. Because mm-hmm. just prior to that, you could hear, minute, 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 they're all looking in the window. <laughs> and then I caught them all looking in the window. But a lot of them didn't really have fathers or family or whatever. And so since I was sort of giving them love and respect, there was this connection that got made. Mm-hmm. And some of these guys, even these really tough guys, come back years later. And it's like you have this really sort of like being an uncle or something. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like family. And it's one of the greatest blessings in my life is just photographing uh, the inner city in front of my front door. Mm-hmm. It's really been an amazing thing. So it's, uh, we've never photographed you in front of the door, have I? No, not yet. No. Gotta, gotta get there. Gotta get there. We <laughs> gotta, gotta get, get there. there. Yeah, absolutely. I, wait, did you have the door on the pop-up? We yes. had the door at the pop-up. You were there. I was there, yeah. I got a picture. You got a picture of the door at the pop-up. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That door was a big door, but it got so heavy it started pulling off part of the wall like oh, over geez. the years. You see that door image. That's right. So, yeah, I got to get you in front of the actual door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I photographed you with the pop-up in front of the door. So, mm-hmm. you know, you're... Close near Close, there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Almost. That's right. That's Almost. Right. Yeah, we had So anyway, it's really been uh it's that's one of the greatest blessings of my life photographing all those people. Because there's just a wall that gets broken through mm-hmm. when you just take that like that picture, you know? And right. uh, it's nice to have made that connection with so many people. And it just expands out. Fridge, actually, the guy we mm-hmm. mentioned, Freaky yeah, yeah. Fridge. He's he's one of the legendary. Mm-hmm. He's one of the classics. Mm-hmm. Avenue B, the place to be. Avenue B, the place to be. Yeah, <laughs> what is it? If you're not in the picture, you weren't there. If I can't see you, you weren't there. Well, he wasn't there. He wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Fridge is a classic. And, um, yeah, and here we're once again rolling with Danny and his wife. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's really, um, we got something going on and we're happy about it. Yeah. So keep the faith, people. The struggle That's never right. ends, mm-hmm. and, you know, shit's starting to happen again. So, you know, get your row, hop in your boat, and just start paddling, baby. Mm-hmm. So, so Danny, what you been working on new? I, I, I know you're in, in L.A., man. not not working, but that's a whole other story. Everything from custom 
customizing toys mm -hmm. yeah. to set design. Yeah, so you did the, the, the Ghostbuster thing. Oh, yeah. That's for Jada Toys. Yeah. So, you know. But I give it that uh, Danny Cortez. And that's what I tell people, because people be like, why doesn't like why don't Danny do like clean stuff? No, okay. I'm like, no, that's not his look. <laughs> I tell people that all the time. It's like an argument. I gotta argue with them. Yeah, like, no, it they, he, like it has to be like dutty and we dingy. Give it a certain era. You, you know, saying gruffy. That gruff. It's street. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. streets. It was my surroundings. Yeah, like, it's all like, street. So I tell them it was that, normal to me. I tell them that and they get mad at me. Like, why can't it be clean? <laughs> They don't get it. You know? No, I'm not going to do the go to the Met and do David. Mm -hmm. Unless you put David out in the street for a while, mm -hmm. then you could get the flavor. But it's, yeah, New York flavors and it's street. Yeah, because I could definitely see, you know, Danny's definitely progressing because even from when we went to Sotheby's. Yes. Oh, you know what I'm saying? From here to now. Yes. Even the pop-up. Yeah, yeah. You're like, you're definitely a different person. You know what I'm saying? I agree. I think you're, I think you're learning you know, what you got to do and yeah, how, how to handle people and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, I have no formal art training yeah. and all this is new to me and mm -hmm. I'm, just, I'm just rolling with it, man. I'm just yeah. having a great time and it couldn't be possible with a with an awesome partner like 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 me. Nate 33. <laughs> Nada. My sister. Nada. What up, Nada? Nada. Yeah. So she's you know always saying? there. And no, you got a good one. And, you know. Listen, she's the, back, she's the backbone. Yes. Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. I'm, and I'm glad you got somebody where it's like she can tell you like yo, that's like, yo, calm the fuck down. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like you, you need you somebody, need that. Somebody, everybody needs somebody. You don't need a yes man. That's right. You need someone like her. Uh, absolutely. You 100%. know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was blessed. I had Elsa. Mm -hmm. Elsa ends up my wife, but yeah, uh, right. almost fifty years. Mm -hmm. And if you ever watched the movie Captured with yeah. by Dan Levin and Ben Solomon, mm -hmm. Jennifer, the editor. But in it, she says, we are Clayton. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of like the big noisy one up front, and right. she was the background. But without her, I wouldn't have been anything. Right. And, uh, yeah, it takes two. And so we weren't competitive. So, mm -hmm. you know, I was kind of her work of art in a way. But, yeah, Danny yeah. has got the same kind of relationship, and I think that's really great. I yeah, mean, if it wasn't be. for Elsa, I'd been who knows where I'd be. But, yeah, having a good partner is really important. It was very important and for me. And they want the best for you. Yeah. And they want the best for you, and you want the best for them, and you get the best mm -hmm. for each other. Yeah, and you enjoy you... everything. Absolutely. And, you know, it wasn't all gravy. You know, and not, our relationship was right. fine. Relationship but, I mean, you know, is I'd been peaks and the, valleys all the time. It's ups the, and downs. Yeah, you know, down, you know, went through the riots yeah. and the cop shit and all of that, mm -hmm. and she was always behind me. And so, yeah, it's, uh, it's really important. Mm -hmm. So here's one for the women. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's no, right. but they right about that. But Danny, but but the thing I do like about it is, is we have a phenomenal team. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Everybody pitches Everybody's in. Everybody's working together. Everybody does something. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, like, it's no egos. No egos. That's what I love about the fact that, you know. Yeah, egos. You got people around you that really genuinely want you to win. And, you of know what course. Saying? Absolutely. And it's never, it's of not, course. you know what I'm saying? It's not no... No jealousy, nah, no, no nothing. Be. It's all love, like it's all it's, love. Everybody's it it's got one team. goal. Yeah, everybody's supporting. Yeah, everybody you know, makes their contribution. Yeah, yeah. Everybody does something. That's different. what I love about it because you so don't we usually all win. Yeah, because you don't usually That's get right. that. You know what I'm saying? It's no, always it's hard. That's it's hard. That's hard. When it's genuine like that, it's just yeah. it's phenomenal. And you got a, a nice team that everybody's rooting for you, and yeah. everybody just working together. Let's, how can we make him bigger than what he is? Mm -hmm. And that's that's just uh, amazing because mm -hmm. Clay is always throwing ideas. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. So. yeah, and I remember I went to this, uh, this talk at NYU. My friend was the director, ran the director series, and they had a thing with George Lucas in mm -hmm. this little room. Mm -hmm. 
And the thing that was amazing, this by this time he'd graduated from, uh, he went to Tisch School of the Arts for Filmmaking, mm -hmm. but he had the same crew from when he graduated. They started off, the sound guy, the editing guy, and himself, the director. It's the same people for their whole career. Mm -hmm. When you think about that, you have that magic group that works, that's when life is its yeah. best. Like Adam Sandler, right? He keeps the same, Listen, same cast. Listen, if it's yeah, not broke, don't right. fix it. Absolutely. Yeah, and if you got the right partnership, stay with it. Yeah, because you bring these new people in there and yeah. <laughs> they bring new ideals to stuff that you're like, no, 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 that's not how it goes. Yeah. I already got this going. Like, you water it down. You know what I'm saying? Then it becomes <laughs> crazy. Then, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen that. So you've been doing yeah. this now for a couple of years. You kicked it up to two million people. Two million yeah, people. Yeah, two million views, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of viewers. Dope. Yeah, well, I mean... Congratulations. Of, hey, how you doing out there? <laughs> hey, Eddie, Freddie, <laughs> hey, Greddy, hey, what? Yeah, yeah see, it's a lot the, of highs. The channel is like multimedia, so it's like I cover a lot of things on it. The podcast is an aspect of the show, of the, of the channel. But, uh, yeah, you know, I, I do have a lot of, like, connections in fashion and music and stuff like that, so... It was easy just to make to bring something to to me, and I just use my connections. You know, what I'm saying. I just, Shout out to you, bro. You're doing you know, real absolutely. good, bro. You know, so I, would, I, I is would you say growing. most of it's street culture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Some but, kind of connection to the street. I mean, but I do have the the corporate connection, but I use that for other stuff, like you know, just trying to like advance him, maybe get a different set of eyes onto his products, or you know, try to get the podcast onto something else, like you know. But let's say you bring Polo to him as an example. That's bringing them to the street. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that's making yeah. the connection. Yeah. Right, right, right. So yeah. that's like a bridge. Mm -hmm. yeah, they want that. They want yeah, that. They want that, right. Because, like, for instance, you know, uh, Fashion Week is coming up. I'm trying to take them to a couple of shows, meet a couple of people. You know what I'm saying? Just because I'm telling you, that's how it works. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly how it works. You meet him, he meets you. You get right. his card, you get his number. Next thing you know, oh, you know, you can do this for yeah. us. You know? See, the thing that you have is experience. Yeah. And yeah. walking into a scene, first of all, you're comfortable with it. You're not, uh, you know, weak and going in there. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and you know how to make the connection when you see it. Mm -hmm. And one of the, you know, one of the things that I've been good at is putting two different things together and making a third thing happen. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like you're the same way. Yeah. You can see the two different yeah. people. You connect, you make that connection, and boom, something else happens. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's that's a skill too. Yeah, because I know a lot of people from different walks of life. Yeah, and basically, you know, I just basically try to introduce his stuff to them, and then, you know, because I mean they already know me and they already want to do things for me, and it's not like I'm fine with that. I'm cool. I told you, I'm at the right, point right. where I'm good. But you see, that's where you get to the point where you're suppressing your own ego, mm. and you're not trying to put yourself out. Yeah, front. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. You're trying to make the two things happen. And that's a gift, and that's a skill. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, you change the world. That changes the world. Mm -hmm. yeah, you know, man. because you never know what comes out of those two different connections, and all of a sudden a whole new stream has started. Mm -hmm. Then you've changed the world. Right. And that's a big deal. You know, well, I try. You've <laughs> changed the world. <laughs> that's right. I try, I try. You grounded out here. You we know, see you. We see you. Slowly, Richard. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, grinding. I do. I do my little things here and there. Nah, man. So when? So so when are you and Danny gonna do something? I always ask him this. Oh, we working on. We thinking about a, a, a hat, right? Yeah, we want uh, maybe a jacket back. Mm. A jacket. Maybe a jacket. You know, because I've started doing jackets. I'm working with this young fella. His name is Less Fortunate. Mm -hmm. Uh, which is actually, which is, can be 
LES fortunate mm-hmm, right. or less fortunate. Yes. <clears throat> and he's working with Ed. Uh, and it's really, I made this jacket back for him. And it has like a, an arm and with a hammer and a needle and an eight ball and a gun. And it's kind of like the history of his life. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like West Side Story or something, you know, because mm-hmm. I could see where all of those ingredients, like the hammer is like, uh, you know, arm and hammer, baking soda, Coke, mm-hmm. you know, cooking up crack, that whole sort mm-hmm. of thing. And so... Uh, Doves did my front door. That is a mural. But it's actually all the ingredients of his story. Mm-hmm. It's not fronting. It's not putting yeah, it's stuff reality. out there. Yeah, it's reality. And it's not just the reality of being what each object is. It's the life he's lived. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to use rap to take it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And so we're hoping that he can take that rap and cross the street with it and get somewhere else because mm-hmm. that's what we're all trying to do. Right. You know, he's trying to get off the avenue and, uh, you know, he'd like to get out there with his rap and things. You know, he's got a young son, mm-hmm. wants to turn his life around. And what better way is there to do it than through music? And so all the ingredients of my front door now is uh, sort of symbolic of his story. And so we're trying to, uh, you know, hook that sort of thing together. Actually, we'll keep you posted on this oh, because yeah. you'd be a good guy to be involved. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you would be a very good guy to have involved. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll talk about that. So yeah, remind definitely. me of that later because, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's important to me and it's important to him. Right. And, uh, yeah, his name is Less Fortunate. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I think things are going to happen. Mm-hmm. And he's definitely got the skills and the talent and, you know, he's a nice guy. Right. And, uh, you know, all of that. Yeah, because I think you and Danny should definitely co- collaborate on something. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah, on something. Got to figure out what, you know, you know is it a cooler? I don't know. I got I mean, a couple of ideas. He's growing. got some ideas, you know. I mean, the hat thing is a definite, <clears throat> definitely. Hat thing is a good one. Yeah, that's a hat good one. Hat thing was definitely a good one. Hat one should definitely be something. Yeah. Like just, you know, something Get a bundle package with the, with the jacket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, absolutely. And mm-hmm. I'm excited about that. And, um, you know, working with really good people. And, uh, yeah, the idea of... Um, uh, the jacket for Danny and the hat is mm-hmm. uh, is definitely a good one. Yeah, because you did a collaboration with Supreme, too. I did a collaboration with Supreme and did that. I also That's did up. a collaboration with uh, Overthrow Boxing. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw it online. I was looking up your hats. And yeah. I saw the, the hat. Yeah, did sort of one of my designs in the front of a boxing glove. And Joey Goodwin, the guy that runs Overthrow, I love Joey. He's mm-hmm. like family. Yeah. And you know, power Malau mm-hmm. and right. overthrow that's and power. Yeah, there's power, mm-hmm. and uh, actually, they're doing uh, why not care today? And that's where they've gathered like I don't know, twelve hundred pack backs for kids to yeah. hand them out. And so he's really community conscious. Does a lot of work in Puerto Rico. They're doing that right now, right? And they're doing that today. Yeah. Well, I should be there. Well, after here we go. <laughs> after here we we'll go there. <laughs> so yeah, overthrow boxing is good, but that was another collaboration. Was able to get that to Japan. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's just keeping these uh, oars in the water and keeping them moving. And, um, see, that's another ingredient. So you got kind of 209, you got Overthrow Boxing, mm-hmm. you got Danny and Fridge does this Avenue B, the place to be. You've got this place. Yeah, this becomes a network. Mm-hmm. And a network is kind of about, you know, I always look at it as taking shit over. Yeah, mm-hmm. You yeah, know, yeah. it's like capturing territory. Absolutely. It's like when you're a kid, you play games. And it's taking over territory in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Because if you go in and take over a territory at a certain space and time, that becomes your time, your space. And so you're making a contribution to society, you're making a contribution to the neighborhood, and you're getting people out there. And it's your territory. Mm-hmm. It's your little slice of the pie. Mm-hmm. 
you know, the yeah. abstract expressionists had their period, yeah. but we're working yeah. on ours. That's yeah. right. And yeah, because so, I, yeah, I generally feel that, you know, that's why like, I try to interview like creatives and artists and stuff like that, because you guys' stories connect with a lot of people. You know what I'm I can get, you know, the, the celebrity. And right. And but they don't connect with everybody, you know what I'm saying? If yeah, get, they tend to be islands. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're on <clears> that <throat> island, you can connect with it. But yeah. for me, it's like if you can get a creative person who started from the gutter, started from the oh. bottom, and this is how I got to here, then maybe you can learn something. Like, oh, maybe I can, if he can do it, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. the point. You know what I'm saying? If he can do it, I can do it. Anybody can do That's it. That's my yeah. point. You know, I did this videotape that became known as Tompkins Square Park Freak Ride, mm -hmm. Police Ride, and he's got an open set. Little Brother's watching Big Brother. Right. Well, that kind of changed the history of protest and documenting him because my message was anybody can do what I did. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to be the big professional. You don't have to have the multi-million dollar camera. Mm -hmm. You just have to be there and do it. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and the same with my front door pictures. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. I um, I had a one-hour developing place, but mm -hmm. they were really good. Right. So my message was that was you can do what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Nothing's elitist. You know, I'm not Richard Abaddon. I don't need to be working with twelve people. I don't mm -hmm. need a big studio. I mm -hmm. don't need a four by five camera or an eight by ten or whatever. You just have to do it, mm -hmm. and that's always been really just my get message. It done. Just get it done that's and it. just do it. Don't look at the obstacles. Find a way to do it. And with the video I did, I mean, you know, it kicked me out there. And it was just really a commercially available camera in 1988. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you're right. Uh, Danny, all of us, we roll deep because, mm -hmm. you know, we've our connection deep in the community. Mm -hmm. And that's a big outreach to a lot of people. Yeah, I think you guys inspire people, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. We try. Danny, I was, I was, Danny Clayton, you know what I'm saying? When people see you guys and they see, like, the stuff you're doing and stuff like that, they're like, damn. And and when I and when Danny says like you know what I literally started during COVID. Yes. Yeah. And they'd be like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah. started during COVID." They'd be like, oh, "Made you imagine how your work would be if you started twenty years ago." I'm like, "No, mm -hmm. it would have not been the same." Yeah. yeah. So you, so you're really like a rookie yeah, it's, now. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> you know, time you, was for that. Time. You know you you know and I always tell you this: you haven't done your best work yet. Not yet. No, no, absolutely. You just you know baby stages. This is like the baby period. Yeah. Absolutely. Imagine when you get five, six years in, seven years, bro. You're going to be an be expert. Crazy. You're going to be doing shit. It's going to blow your mind. <laughs> Absolutely. And and that's the satisfaction I get when I make a piece. Mm -hmm. And like, let's say I walk in the studio and I see the piece I was working on the night before and I'm like, holy shit. Like, hey, mm -hmm. what did that? Well, the good thing about that's Danny, the, satisfaction. Mm -hmm. the good thing about Danny during his baby period is that he's <laughs> laughing and not crying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but, pretty much. But I can get pissed off too sometimes, right? <laughs> I tell people, yo, here's the, here's the secret. Danny's an asshole. <laughs> they just don't see it. You gotta like really be around him. It's just, it's just. Nada, Nada, Nada knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, get the, get the whole flavor. You know what I'm saying? I definitely know it's. Huh? It's too much my going on at like, one time. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes my boy get a phone call. He's like, Nah, I ain't answering this. I think we all assholes. <laughs> he pressed the button. We're all assholes. <laughs> yeah, I definitely, got, definitely got my part. Yeah, but it's not a bad thing though. You gotta understand. It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing being selective when you're trying to get something accomplished. Absolutely. You know what I'm you saying? You gotta get it done. There's, yeah. there's because people deadlines. don't understand that. But I'll definitely get back to the call. You yeah, know what I mean? you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if I'm trying to complete, you know, edit something or I'm doing something for a company, this and that, bro. I don't pick up my phone or do anything. And you block I have the like, world. I have like, you know, I know you do it too. I just gotta 
like a, a list of people who I will pick up the phone for. Absolutely. You know, you're one of them. Absolutely. But I'm just saying, it's just like, Me other too. than that, you know what I'm saying? If it's not life or death, I'm busy. <laughs> like, and then people don't understand that. Real yeah, life, You gotta get a job done. You know? And and Danny's very, because even when you was doing the uh, stuff for uh, Barriers, remember? Yeah. You came, you was like, yeah, I gotta do this. You know what I'm saying? He was doing the damn wall. And he just yeah, we went there. really from from a club yeah. straight to to to, yeah. to, to work. Ra razor focus. That's it. You, know? you can yeah. go party. You can do whatever you got to do, but you got to put the work in. Mm -hmm. And Danny just came back from L.A. I'm starting to hook up with a guy called uh, Treveline. Mm -hmm. He's in L.A., so we're hoping to get something done through uh, Treveline. So, you know, things. It's like throwing a rock into the pond, and you just watch the ripples go out, mm -hmm. and, and it really starts to happen. And um, you know, I'm glad that uh, you know Danny went to L.A. He feels the same way about L.A. that I do. It's for me, it's hard because you got to have the hookup. You got to drive twenty yeah. miles over here. I'm more like spontaneous. I like to go out the door and walk over here. And yeah, go I'm, over I'm, there. I'm not a big fan of L.A. Well, the yeah. distance. I used to go out there all the time, but yeah, yeah. shout out to yeah. L.A. I, I mean, love it's beautiful. LA. Yeah, yeah, I love L.A. But I mean, it's just, beautiful to visit. But the yes. traffic is like you know what I'm saying. But insane. if you like, see, <laughs> see, I got that New York mentality. I'm, I'm like Clayton. Like L.A. is too slow for me. It's fast, but it's slow for me. At the same time. You know, at the yeah. same time. I used to always go out there, always meetings and stuff like that. Yeah, and you, everything's got to be hooked up. Yeah, yeah. You got to, like, know this one. I know that one. Yeah, that's the right. The big gripe I have is the nightlife. 2.30 is done. Kills me. Cause have you I, been to cause apartment I, 4B? Huh? Out there? What happened? Apartment 4B? Nah, I, I haven't been out there. Almost. It's like this gallery, but they turned into a New York City, like, trap house oh i know you're talking 90s. about wow. you know what um my boy reggie no has something to do with that. amazing yeah reggie um, no it took but me you gotta be hooked time. up yeah but that's the thing but he's right though yeah, like yeah. anytime i went out there like for instance uh shout out my boy taz arnold you know he used to do a lot of stuff with kanye and designer all this and that but every time he used to come he used to i used to come hit taz up we go to fucking Mario's, the Peruvian spot. He took me over there. Welcome to New York, pirate. You know what I'm saying? So, like, he's right though. You gotta have the right. Yeah, it's gonna be hooked up. Connections, yeah. know the right people. Or you just go there and just be boring for five days. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we, I try to, to hit everywhere, man. I try to go all over LA. Well, yeah. well, well, you was well connected from what I said. Yeah, you, you were you were definitely well connected. He was well connected. You know, what I have saying? a friend Teddy that's out Shout there. Shout out to the collective. Thank my, you. My, my boy was riding the wave out oh, there. Oh, we were riding. You know what I'm <laughs> Shout out to to LA, man. So Teddy's out there pushing. Uh, do you know New York Nico? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's out there pushing New York Nico. Nico, Nico now New York Nico is starting to make his steps, and Teddy's uh, mm -hmm. helping produce a lot of that. But see, that's another one of this same sort of generation, because that was kind of an inspiration to him early on, and so yes. I saw him start from the ground up. Mm -hmm. And he's another example of this moment of time mm -hmm. where somebody else in New York is getting it out there. So you know, Teddy, New York Nico, all of these people, it's it's all moving. Mm -hmm. Shout out to and, New York Nico, man. You know, there's a few years when things weren't moving. Right. You know, I remember there's been some dusty years where nothing happened for a few years. Mm -hmm. And I think right now when you just start looking around the landscape and, you know, these people are all our friends. And there's it's so much talent. Yeah, there's so much, so much talent. talent. And it's coming together. He's discovering that. He's showing the world. Like, yeah. New York City has a lot of talent. Yeah, so you had, had some of them at the uh, MLB show, remember? MLB, yeah. We went to MLB. They was all there. Yeah. Nico, I saw Nico there. Yeah, he was chilling. Yeah. So I think it's a good time to get busy. Oh, yeah. And stay busy and just, you know, don't get depressed. Get your thing going. Move it. Get out. Keep working. Don't stop. Mm -hmm. Never not working. 
you know, that's that's the deal. And having good people around you. And, right. Um, right. You know, I think that's where we're all blessed right now to be surrounded mm-hmm. by good people. Are you going to do any more um, uh, pop-ups, Clayton? Because I know you did a pop-up recently, like a couple weeks ago, with uh, with Privilege. Yeah, I was talking to a place. There's a place called Lambs mm-hmm. on Orchard Street. Yeah. Uh, talking about uh, doing a little thing with them. Mm-hmm. And there's another guy. It's called Village. Something's on 3rd Street. And uh, looking at doing a little pop-up there. Mm-hmm. And... Um, yeah, I like doing the little pop-ups. Uh, did a little pop-up with Privilege. That mm-hmm. was nice. Yeah. Because, you know, it spreads it around. Mm-hmm. You go there. It's it's a short time, but it's an intense time. And you make something happen, and it's great. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the Privilege thing was good, and the Lamb thing will be great, and the Village on East 3rd Street will be good. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, just trying to keep on circulating, you know. I mean... You know, I don't want to say I'm slowing down, but I'm <laughs> slowing down to what I used to do. <laughs> so it's not that I'm more selective, but right. um, yeah, I'm, I'm you know staying in the game, keeping it moving. Mm-hmm. You know, always feeling like I never got there, so right. I'm always pushing to get there. Right. And um, yeah, it's just really about um, keeping the ball rolling forward. Yeah. You know, don't drink, don't smoke weed. You know, I kind of gave a lot of that stuff up and. Um, my wife has dementia, so I got to kind of keep her end of the thing up, and mm-hmm. so it's just trying to uh, keep both of us in the um, not the rear view mirror, the front window. Yeah, the front window. You got to stay right. in the front window. Not yeah. into the rear not view the mirror. Rear. No, we don't need nah, the rear. Not view. looking yeah. backwards, nah. looking forward. We ain't looking back. No, 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 no. So you know, still. Uh, like people say that to me, say Clayton, you're acting like you've never done anything, and I feel like I haven't. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm still interested in kicking that's your their passion. Ball. That's why it that's is my passion. passion. It absolutely, and thank it, it God, I still got it. Work, mm-hmm. work, yeah, it work, keeps work, me wanting work. to work because that's motivation. Yeah, yeah. In his mind, he feels he didn't accomplish so like anything. When, when you yeah. accomplish something, that's right. I but, just be like, what's next? Yeah, Let's yeah. See. But that's good to be. That's good because then he'll have that. That he'll have that drive to keep on going. Yeah, I'm not pretending like I've already gotten there. Yeah. You know, pretending like over there is over there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's where we're at. Yeah, I think Danny's the same way, kind of, because yeah, he I never he that. like finishes a project and that's he just it. go moves on. He's like, yeah, next. <laughs> he just moves on yeah, literally, next. like it didn't exist. You know. And exactly. you're right. It's interesting to see how much he's really expanded. Because mm-hmm. he really has. I mean, you know, the difference between that pop up. How long ago was that pop up with Fridge? That uh, was that was last winter now. March. Yeah. Was it March? Was it, my first solo show was February. That was like a... So almost six months ago. Was it ago. after Sotheby's or before Sotheby's? It was, it was before. After, was before. It? it was before, yeah. So it was, it was my first solo show, then Fridge pop-up, then with... Right. Uh, right. Yeah, no, it's... So it was um, like March, mm-hmm. somewhere in March. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's like half a year ago. I mean, you've been running fast in this last half year. It's. Uh, I mean, do you even feel it? Sometimes. You feel it sometimes, but it's just like I don't want to know sometimes. Right. If you didn't have this going on, you'd right now be pooped out at home and tired because oh, you were out all night. Right. But with the energy and the stuff going you on, get it done, and it gets you going. <laughs> so you're you're lit up like a firecracker. Right. Now sometimes I just be like, you know, all the attention when I walk outside and I take pictures with fans and I'm like... And he had a birthday well, party yeah, that was totally really? nuts. Oh, yeah, I tried not to feel crazy. it, though. Yeah, the birthday party was crazy. Yeah, oh, she, man, shout out to, again... Yeah, one more Nada time. Nada. Nada did For throwing a, the awesome... 
the best surprise party of yep. my life. I still think about it right now. I remember the whole. <laughs> I remember the whole form, formation of all that thing before yeah. before it came into being. I, I knew there was something brewing. Me and Nader was talking, but that was the last place I thought it was. Nader, you 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 remember? <laughs> this is a true story. Me and Nader was talking, and who 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 scheming? Who, who, who mentioned to you about the studio? No, I, I called you friend. I was like, but I thought you think he he still keep his word. Yeah, yeah, because he. Like, yeah, you better yeah, because he was like, cause no, he's a good. What's that dude's name? Uh, Jim. Jim Mascarella. Nah, Jim's a good dude, and, awesome. I, and I was like, you know, Definitely. Jim really, really is fond of Danny. Yeah. So why don't we do the party there? We made that connection too. Yeah, I know from the yeah. beginning. Yeah, right, I made that beginning. connection. Yeah. yeah, Studio One One One, Brooklyn. Brooklyn, great point. Shout out to Jim. Yep. Yeah, Studio One Eleven. One Eleven, and looking at doing something with less fortunate there. So yes. we're trying to do set up like a studio thing. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Jim's uh, in the mix. Yeah. And he's also totally professional. Just like you're totally professional, he's totally professional. So mm -hmm. we're really lucky to have uh, Jim in the mix. Yeah, and Jim I think Muscarella. it was awesome that he allowed, you know, allowed Nader to do that. Because it was, I mean, that's a yeah. nice face. It's yeah, a beautiful. awesome place. Got a rooftop, beautiful yeah. view. Yeah. Huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's yeah. the way we did the, the, the show. And with uh, Patty. With Patty Astor. Patty Astor, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah the show with uh, at Jim's, yeah. The art show. So now you got to get this guy, Danny. Yeah, Danny's a dope like artist. the shit. <laughs> yeah, <what is> it? <laughs> yeah, that my piece is next to uh, Keith Haring. I was like, what? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. That was just like, okay, surreal. Like, word? Okay. I met some cool artists that day, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think you met, didn't you meet the dude that who was at the, the matter of fact, you was at him at the uh, barbershop. The dude that did the, the oh Mike uh, Saviello yeah did the Biggie stuff yeah 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 my friend Leo it was knows, me knows him, yeah in the same room it was Mike Saviello me and uh, Keith Haring mm -hmm. yeah yeah because he did the Biggie yeah the one so else. dope yeah his story's amazing yeah we gotta get him here yeah he Mike is was part of it too Mike was part of the surprise yeah he was all of it yeah. because I had the interview <laughs> <laughs> I had the, oh, I, I had a uh, uh, a meeting a meeting and. Oh my gosh! Finally, uh, what was it? Friday we had the real meeting yeah. because she came with the surprise. <laughs> but you see, you see how 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 driven I am is that it's my birthday. Mm -hmm. I said, "Let me go kill this meeting, mm -hmm. fifteen minutes, and I go go to dinner." Right. But it was a you surprise know, party. Another thing I want to do, mm -hmm. which I'd like to do, right. I'd like to find somebody that could write. I introduced him to a guy called Mark Jacobson. Mark Jacobson did the story that turned into American Gangster. Mm -hmm. But Blue oh, Boy, wow. he's out after 39 years. He's, he's the guy that killed Larry Davis in jail. Mm -hmm. That's a long, complicated story, which I won't get into now, and right. it's different than what most people think. But he would make an amazing book. Mm -hmm. And I really, you know, I'd like to see a movie made of him, of course. But I want to see a book. And the reason that I want to see a book is is that he's famous, especially in the New York State's prison system. And people in jail can read books. Mm -hmm. And he has a lot of strategies. Like, you know, I, you know, we all have met a lot of people that have been to jail. But he has a lot of thinking about how, uh, you know, knife fights, you know, shank fighting in jail is, mm -hmm. the strategy to setting it up, how do you make a shank, what kind of materials you use, how if you take, you go on the cement, you rub it you know, straight up and down, you get it razor sharp. If you go sideways, <laughs> you get serrated. Mm -hmm. I mean, he has all this, you know, he's read a lot of war books and things. So it's a person who's highly intelligent, has an amazing point of view, but also is a teacher. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, talks about survival in jail and things like that. And, you know, a neighborhood like the Lower East Side, 
it might sound like you wouldn't want it in your local high school, mm -hmm. but it's the kind of knowledge that a lot of people should have. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, when Cuomo the Elder got into power, um, see, when you live in a neighborhood like the Lower East Side, which was a drug neighborhood, which it really was, mm -hmm. and then you realize, well, a part of the business in the neighborhood is selling drugs. And the other reality is a lot of people that are in the business of selling drugs are good people. Mm -hmm. They just happen to be, that's, that's the, the business. Life, yeah. That's the life. And so when Cuomo the Elder got into power and upstate New York was dying, all of a sudden, and you know, these guys didn't bring the, the drugs into the neighborhood. I mean, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people in government and other people that got in the way of bringing it there. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, the, he tripled the numbers of jails in upstate New York. And guess who's in it? <laughs> all of my neighbors. Right. And so you realize that... Um, and I've known a lot of white people that did a lot of drugs and sold a lot of drugs. In reality, it's, it's the black and Hispanics that fill the jails. And so you realize, especially living in a neighborhood like that, how racist that system really is, and it is. And you also realize how, um, how easy it is to get into that business because it's just a business. And all of a sudden, it just alters people's lives. And it, um, you know, it's not a good thing. But you understand how and why it happens and how people end up there. And most of them basically are just good people. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, maybe 1% of the population are like real bad guys. But the rest of those people are basically, you know, just good people that got caught up in what was a bad thing. And you got pushed into a government system, which is the industrial prison complex. And they just became the jobs for the rednecks upstate. And or you might uh, sign a couple of applications and you got rejected yeah. from a job and there's no other option. Like, you know, I'm going to move this pack right now. Yeah. You know, just for that. Like, that would yeah. Say, you know, sign like a, or you're a steering. Job. So, hey, you know, you, you want a new pair of sneakers. You got nothing, no way to make it. You can't get the money. So the guy says to you, uh, could be your cousin, your friend, kid in the building. Well, just steer. When somebody comes in and says, hey, where can I buy this? You say, oh, go over there. Boom. They got you. Or you take one day and you say, okay, I'm just going to sell a bundle today, going to get some money, get some sneakers, get some stuff for school. And all of a sudden, bingo, you got it. Yeah. And this crack thing, which was insane. I mean, giving out, you know, lifetime sentences for somebody turning baking soda and Coke into crack. I mean, what's that about? Mm -hmm. I mean, that was such a government scam. It's like, it's just unbelievable and then the rockefeller laws i mean i saw a lot of good people go away for a long time just because of uh you know rockefeller now how many rockefeller kids do coke i mean you want to buy coke <laughs> and you want to get coke and heroin go to harvard and go to yale i guarantee you you can find it but you're not going to find those people going to jail so you know even that tv star that was doing you know everything wrong with the blood of the tiger what was his name uh i don't know his famous movie star anyway he was able to get go to you know get arrested, get caught with all kinds of coke and hookers and everything else, and he has to get stay in a house. Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. There you go. It's like, how does that work? <laughs> if there was one tenth of that from a kid in the neighborhood, he would have had twenty five years. Oh, absolutely. Charlie Sheen's in and out like a yo yo. And it was, the one th difference that I would say why it was better for the neighborhood people because you'd see them when they get out of jail and they'd be all buffed up. So the guy gets two years and he comes out and he's healthy. All these white guys, they just go down the toilet. Mm -hmm. You know, they get worse and worse and worse because they don't go to jail and get, you know, like rehab. Mm -hmm. 
So a lot of them, I've seen, like Richard Hamilton, man, he should have done some time because, you know, the famous shadow uh, artist. There's a movie out called Shadow Man. I've got some footage in that. Of this friend of mine, Anne, Anne Hanavan, actually, she wants to do a book on Richard, uh, uh, Richard Hamilton. Mm. Anne Hanavan was like a hooker on, on Christie Street, which was like one of the most darkest, dangerous wow. strolls in the city. Mm -hmm. And so she came out of it and owns who she is and what she did. Uh, helps a lot of people in NA, and she's really an important person. She's a big part of my life, and she's doing a story for Apartamento, and she's doing it on me. Mm -hmm. And um, so she's, um, you know, I've been finding all these Richard Hamilton uh, pictures, and I'm hoping that she can do a story because she came out of that mix from one of the darkest places possible. Mm -hmm. I mean, she was a shooter, and she was a blood Ooh, person, so right. she like in and out, in and yeah, out, yeah, blood yeah. everywhere, yeah. and doing the hooking thing on the street. And to come out of that and to get healthy and to be like a symbol to all these other people, the most desperate of junkies. Inspiration. Yeah, it's inspirational. It's really amazing. I love Anne. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, I want to do projects with her. And so I've seen the other side of that where people come out of it and do well and own who they were and what they've done. And that's very inspirational for me. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, so I've seen all sides of that world. And, um, you know, it changed my view a lot on the world. You right. know, it, uh, you know, when I've come from Western Canada. You'd think, you know, you'd think that all oh, these people doing heroin, you know. But when it gets to be part of living in a neighborhood where it's part of the life and you get to learn about it, you see it's, you, you get to see the people mm -hmm. and the reality of it. And that's, I've learned so many things living on the Lower East Side, basically, mm -hmm. you know, in the inner city. I mean, where we lived, first night there, looking out the window, somebody got shot across the street. But, see, and I was making it in Soho. I was, you know, getting a career thing going. Richard Brown Baker was buying my work. Mm -hmm. I just hated that world. I just didn't like it. Mm -hmm. It was all about one person comparing themselves to the other person and, oh, you shouldn't talk to that guy because he's going to get, you know. I wasn't into that whole thing. Mm -hmm. And coming to the Lower East Side, I traded a career for an adventure. And I think I've lived yes. the American dream mm -hmm. because I've had one hell of an adventure. That's right. <laughs> it's like going to the goddamn South Pole. Yes, that DVD, you know, guys. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's, it's like going to the Belgium Congo or something. Mm -hmm. You know, my adventure is what a lot of people wouldn't want to have. But for me, it was gravy. Mm -hmm. I mean, I saw some crazy shit in my life, you know. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's good for the video camera. You know, if you look at people that, that have documented police brutality mm -hmm. with cameras, yeah. almost all of those people disappear. Like, you don't know who did Rodney King, mm -hmm. George Floyd, that person kind of disappeared. Mm -hmm. You know, I stayed front row for those uh, full four years because if you watch the movie Captured by Levin and Solomon, mm -hmm. it's like, it was my time. Right, right. And I don't know why that was, mm -hmm. but it was like my time. And actually, you know, some people that sort of coughed my style, I way, way caught my style. Mm -hmm. You know, first picture, first of all, he got in the New York Times. I came out of court. You couldn't take any protest stuff to court. You couldn't do anything like that. Mm -hmm. So I wrote in my hands, dump Koch. So I came out of the courtroom and I held my hands up like this and it said dump Koch on the hands, which was great. Right. And that was the first picture he got in the New York Times. Wow. And I was Ai Weiwei and he went on and became a really famous photographer. But the thing that he copped was I got really good at being aggressive with the camera, like mm -hmm. going right up, because it's a little handheld camera. Right. So I'd go right up to cops and start questioning him like this. And, you know, in the end I got, you know, beaten up, knocked unconscious, had some teeth knocked out, rested a bunch of times, all of that. Mm -hmm. But... Um, 
That's what happened to Ai Weiwei. <laughs> so if you, if you watch Never Sorry, right. you see him going in with the camera like that. And what happened to him in China is the same thing that happened to me here. But for both of us, I think it's kind of, you know, it's just part of our learning curve and who we were, and that's what we did, and that's what we did. And, um, you know, he went on and became, like, kind of the, mo the most famous photographer in the world, and I'm still the guy on the Lower East Side. Mm -hmm. But that's cool. I love the Lower East Side. Yeah, man. I Got my Lower East Side tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I mean, the stuff you captured is going to live on forever, though. Absolutely. Well, you I hope so. You know, it's kind of like the hat. You know, mm -hmm. you can actually change the history and other people can knock it off. But going from, you know, kind of the street to the, to the castle, it's still a long ways away. Right. You know, people are afraid of it, number one. You mm -hmm. know, it's... Uh, Another thing I'm trying to do, which kind of got me blackballed from the art world, got me into a whole thing with Deitch. But L.A. 2 really is the guy that made Keith Haring because Keith Haring was a, was a, a graphic artist. Mm -hmm. Good guy. Did, you know, I admire him. He really made it happen himself. I admire everything about him. But he was a three-eyed TV, a barking dog, and a radiant baby. And when he hooked up with L.A. 2 and, and filling in all the background, that became art because mm -hmm. now it's the picture plane. Mm -hmm. Now it's a, it's a complete work of art. It's no longer just a graphic. And so what happened with that is when you go through the Whitney book, the big Whitney uh, Keith Haring book and mm -hmm. the big Deitch book, you have all of these examples in there with L.A. 2's work, and once mm. you learn how to read it, mm. like there's a big green head, and it says L.A. Rock right down the right down mm -hmm. the nose. And you realize L.A. Rock, TNS's crew, sometimes CBS's crew, and L.A. 2. And that's what he does. His drawings are all his art, his, mm -hmm. his tag. Mm -hmm. And he's all through that book. And, they, and I finally got talking to the head uh, curator at the Whitney, but they won't republish the book. They'd, say, they'd come and buy some of his work. Well, you know, you come and buy some of his work now. He's not at a high level, so you're going to get a good deal. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden now he can say he's in the Whitney. That's not enough. Herring is there because of L.A. too. Mm -hmm. So I went to tell Deitch this story. And then also at this time, um, L.A. had got caught up with this thing with steering. L.A. too is not a criminal. You know, he doesn't think like a criminal. He's not a criminal. Mm -hmm. But he went to jail for this thing. And he's just an artist. Mm -hmm. And so when he was in jail, he married this much older lady... And the much older lady had a son the same age he is. And the son's named Blue Boy. Mm -hmm. So Blue Boy, oh, like wow. one again, you know, one of the most notorious, dangerous criminals in the New York state prison system at that time. When I started telling this to Deitch, because I thought I was helping him out. Mm -hmm. Because if you look at that book, somebody's going to discover, like there's a picture in there, Fab Five Freddy, a vase, and an unknown woman. And so the credit below the picture is Fab Five Freddy, which is cool, mm -hmm. unknown woman, and that's it. Oh, the vase, all of it is L.A. too. Mm -hmm. Now, what art book wouldn't say that's a Jackson Pollock? Right. That's a Rosco. Every art book does, but not the Whitney or Deitch. And so when I'm telling Deitch's story, and I swear to God, you know, I'm a nice guy. Mm -hmm. He starts screaming at me, you're threatening me, you're threatening me. And I'm thinking, whoa, 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 chill, bro, chill. There's, you know, what can I get from threatening you? I mean, what am I going to do? Where's the threat? So anyway, I went through this whole thing of you're threatening me. So that, um, you know, is not really all that great for the art career. Mm -hmm. So I paid a price for my activism, but I wouldn't trade it for anything. Right.
I mean, somebody got to stand up. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, you got to do what you what you got to do. You got to do whatever it is that your heart tells yeah, you. Yeah, if you if feel you, it's right, you go for it. Right. Do it. Yes, if you your know? heart tells you to make art like Danny's doing and all of that, that's enough. That's, that's all he's got to do. He doesn't have to go into my territory because my territory is not his territory, mm -hmm. and and that's and it's fine. And I'm happier seeing him getting a, a, a life and building something for him and his wife mm -hmm. and making something happen. He doesn't need to do what I do did. You know, I did because that was me. Mm -hmm. And so I don't need followers being me. Right. But, um, you know, and There's I just... A lot of people be um, capitalizing now. Yeah, I was the president of Tattoo Society uh, in New York in the mid-'80s. Mm -hmm. A lot of those people that got into the business... Mm -hmm. Uh, got in because of the Tattoo Society, and then I hooked up with Westwood and Catherine Frieder, city council person, and I was one of the three people that spearheaded the legalization of tattooing. Mm -hmm. So that changed people's lives. Yeah. So even though some people will tell you I'm a real asshole, <laughs> I have made contributions <laughs> that have done positive things. So, you know, I've just been me, but... Um, like I say, I hope before I die that I, you know, because, uh, you know, I establish my photographs and my videos, that's a big job. Mm -hmm. And my legacy, and it's still, you know, it's still, you know, I'm still on the outside. Right. And, you know, you pay a price for uh, pushing buttons. Mm -hmm. So right. hopefully, uh, you know, some of those buttons will pop back out. No, they will. So, you know, we're doing Every, the best we can with what we got. That's the most you can do. Listen, I'm a firm believer. Everything happens for a, re a reason, and then stuff will work itself out eventually. Yep. I absolutely agree. Facts. You know what I'm saying? With you 100%. You know? It, it, and you know, the great thing about the inner city is I don't freak these people out. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you understand? So it's no like freak out. Oh, man, who's that guy? Yeah, everything's cool. So, yeah. you know, I appreciate Patterson, that. Well. baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the shit. So it's really been a wonderful place to live. Mm hmm. And I'm really fortunate and blessed that I've, that I've lived there. And even all those dark times. You know, they tried to hook me up in the Rakowitz murder. That's another long story I won't get into today. <laughs> but that was a, the, the Tompkins Square so Park story, cannibal. Mm -hmm. You know, the cannibal no, no. in Tompkins Square. And so the cops tried to wrap me into that. It's a complicated, long setup to get there. But uh, we were supposed to go to New Hampshire. And this is when, you know, I kind of had some play at that time. You know, New York mm -hmm. Times, this kind of stuff. Yeah. So this is what happens when you're famous. Mm -hmm. You get invited to New Hampshire. You're supposed to go up there and videotape. And so me and Alice were getting a limo ride up there, a place to stay. Everything. And we kind of were talking between us. We say, yo, well, <laughs> Alice says, I'm staying home. So, you know, got to protect the front, right? So I went up there and I get up there. And then that night, uh, I call her. And the cops had come with a warrant to our place. Mm -hmm. So the whole thing was a setup to get uh, Elsa and I out of town and we were supposed to go up to New Hampshire. I got stuck with this guy from Oklahoma. <laughs> all the big shots, like they were after like Harkins and all these people, all the, yeah. the money guys, they yeah. all got to the, and I got stuck with this guy from Oklahoma, him and his wife. Well, it turned out this guy from Oklahoma was Bill Clinton. Oh. <laughs> so, wow. so, I, so things, things wow. worked out okay. And then I got called, she said, the cops are here today. I said, with what? They, they had this whole thing that I did this one special tape. So they had a warrant, mm -hmm. and a, a search warrant. So if I'm not home, they can just come in and, right, and do whatever. And do whatever. Yeah. But Elsa, who's really on the ball, says, oh, okay, yeah, you can come in. I see the warrant. And they said, well, we're looking for this tape. You see, she caught him off guard because it was a su surprise that we weren't supposed to be there. So they're kind of like on edge right now, and they know they're bullshitting. Mm -hmm. So Elsa said, what are you looking for? She said, this tape. She said, I know the tape.
So she went and got this tape, which was a Manhattan Neighborhood Network tape that I made mm -hmm. of the story of Rakowitz, but it, there is no tape. Right. Mm -hmm. And so she gave him that tape. Six hours later, got a call from the DA's office. Wrong tape. Elsa said, the warrant's over. That's it. <laughs> so I took the bus and came back to New York. But, uh, you know, so I don't know if... Um, if that life had really freaked me out, it would have been, you know, I would have gone nuts. But um, we were into it. So mm -hmm. what can I say? It was just the adventure. The adventure. So See, I feel blessed with all that stuff. But I didn't ever get caught out there that deep. You yeah. know, had a, you know, had a few nasty things happen. There's no question. Yeah. But it's like playing football. You know, you get knocked around, and so you know, had a few things happen, but survived it. And you know, Elsa and I are tight for 50 years. What do you want? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> so we're gonna wrap this up real soon. So, Danny, what's up? What you, what you, what, what you working on? Well, um, that you can talk about because you know working on some MLB stuff. Mm -hmm. Working on, uh, very excited for this mass appeal situation. You know, I don't want to say the name. Did you know? Did he get the? Did he get it? Yeah, yet? about the the it's. No, oh, okay. it works. No, oh, so, oh, so he didn't get it yet. He haven't got it yet. Okay, cool. Oh. But everything is finalized. Everything is ready to go. Okay. And um, just continue working, man. Whatever, working with Clayton, we throwing ideas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And um, just continue to enjoy the success. Enjoy the fans. Mm -hmm. this, this is number one, and you know, whatever comes, we. He's gonna attack. Yeah, knock it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm uh how you can say you do that? have Work a couple of pressure. You do have a couple of orders you need to uh finish. Yes. But that's a whole nother story. <laughs> that they keep on emailing me. So yeah. you know, and I think Josh wants something too, so you need to talk to him too. All right, cool. We got you. We got you. Oh, that's <laughs> definitely Yeah, we're gonna make that happen. <laughs> but yeah, everybody that's waiting for a piece. Uh give me a few. Hold tight. <laughs> Hold tight. Hold tight. Hold I tight. got you. So Clayton, what you got working on? Like, what, what? Well, I say we're in conversation with this Trevelyan and working yeah. with uh, Anthony Padoni. Uh, he's in L.A. putting stuff together. Got my friend Teddy the Greek. He's a big support in my world. Teddy the Greek. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I have people that I'm watching go up, like New York Nico, mm -hmm. and certainly Danny and Fridge and Ed and that little crew and right. Pito is like really solid and then there's fred fred the cook i always say oh, to fred, fred where's my money fred where's my money <laughs> so uh you know we got fred in the mix and uh he's got his new restaurant going uptown and right. um yeah yeah it's just uh it's an exciting andy time marciano which is a dope he's um fred's brother who's that uh andy marciano there you go he's awesome mm -hmm. so good artist yeah, I think we're, uh, you know, ready, willing, and able, and we're on the move, and uh, we're just going forward and not looking back, and right. we'll see where it goes. Yeah, but, so wherever, uh, wherever I have a show, the Clayton has a show, and, and that's how we keep the whole yeah. energy flowing. Mm -hmm. So it's like a, like, like a tour. Like the whole crew that goes everywhere. So we can tag right. up another refrigerator. There we go. Yeah, and Danny. Made, <laughs> we, we tagged up the other right. one. I mean, there. I'm here really because of Danny. Danny mm -hmm. made sure I got here because, yeah. um, you know, things I had was sort of going one way and then the other way or whatever. And mm -hmm. then Danny came by and hooked the whole thing up, hooked the show up. Yeah. So I thank you, Danny, for that. Yeah. And, um, Anytime, brother. Yeah, so here we are. And we're very and excited uh, to be here. And we're going to hope for is, is, two is million and one. It's a fashion. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And he loves your story, so we had to make this happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? So definitely. Yeah. So it'll 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 be some people tuning in. Yes. That he least expects. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we're not into tuning in. The history books of Super Podcast. Let's go. Super P. Pirata, let's go. (laughs) Chavito. Chavito. So where can they find you, Danny, if you want them to know? Oh, everything Danny Cortez NYC. TikTok, Mm -hmm. uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Danny Cortez NYC. Cortez with an S. Mm -hmm. That's right. Cortez. And if you want to purchase anything from Danny, don't contact him. That's right. Hit my email. Polo Pirata. You know, he gave, me the, he gave me the updated price <laughs> price guide. So yeah, if you want keeps... something, just hit me up. There you go. I'll steer you in the right direction. Yesterday's price might not be today's yeah, price. Yeah, it, but... it went up another 200 You know what <laughs> I'm saying? So I'm sorry. But I'm we sorry. work with you. You know, we, we try. We try. We try. We try. We work it so, hard. <laughs> yeah. So, Clayton, where, where can they find you if you want them to well, find you? Well, I want to say I'm uh, pushing... Uh, um, L.E.S. Uh, Fortunate mm-hmm. and uh, Blue Boy with the writing in the movie. Right. And, um, yeah, I mean, I got somebody sort of uh, hacks my Facebook, so I don't really have access really? to get on it, but my name is there and it's still, you know, people go to it. I mm-hmm. go to it one, you know, not somebody does my, my Instagram, so I, I have to learn how to do that and What's do that. What's the Instagram handle? Uh, Clayton L.E.S. Yeah. So if you look up Clayton Clayton L.E.S. L.E.S. Yeah, so Clayton L.E.S., you can find that. And just look up uh, Clayton Patterson on the internet, and I'm sort of findable. Mm-hmm. So if they want to purchase like a hat or something, Clayton, where where would they go? Or like who where, who who they need to contact? Uh, just starting to get that uh, put together now. Mm-hmm. I'm just um, you know I don't really have a solid right now for right. that, right, but right. Uh, hopefully soon will. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, just. Keep watching. Keep watching. Yeah, ready, Stay, tuned. Some Stay tuned. Hit up Polo Pirata. Stay tuned. Hit me. Exactly. Anybody. Hit me. And we'll get it to. I'll send it to Clayton. There we go. Yeah. Hit my hit, hit my IG. Hit anything. I'll, I'll I'll send it to Clayton. There you go. We're doing the best we can with what we got. And we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We're you a unit. Yep. So thank you guys for coming. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's been a real pleasure. Brother. It's been you a lot know, of fun. Come on, baby. You Yeah. You know. Obrigado. Um. The Soupy Podcast, brother, right here. <laughs> the Soupy Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, everywhere. It's everywhere. Um, everywhere. If you pay five dollars on the Patreon, um, you will get this episode today. If not, you have to wait. Anyway, um, Are you subscribe yeah. Patreon. People can get this today. Yeah. yeah. Josh really? is amazing, bro. Wow. <laughs> He's amazing. Really. Um the the video worker, the video today. will be out in October. That's for the Patreon, though. But you so know, like for Patreon, that I, you know, like VIPs. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I got a few people I'd like to send this to. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. I'll send you the link. You yeah, know, yeah, you yeah, know. yeah. We are, we we're family, familiar. So. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I'm gonna end this off. Thank you guys for coming. Well, thank you. It's been a real pleasure. Um, thank you, Danny, for getting me here. Shout out to Brooklyn Podcasting Brooklyn, yeah. crew. Brooklyn. You know. We're shout out to Josh. Josh the guy. in the building. He's, my a, he's amazing. Yeah. Always takes care of me. So that's right. Wow, that's I gotta, good. I gotta give him his props. Well, he took care of us. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Absolutely. Definitely a professional setup. So mm-hmm. we're out of here. Ciao, Sufi podcast. We're out. Boom. <laughs> <laughs>